Hello, my witch and wizard nomads, and welcome to the Nomads of Fantasy podcast, episode 82. I will be your host for this episode. My name is Eric, and with with me, as always, I have Dave. Uh, move your body like a hairy troll, learning to rock and roll. Been around like a crazy elf, a-dancing by yourself. I boogie down like a unicorn, no stopping till the break of dawn. Put your hands up in the air like an ogre that just don't care. <laughs> a longest photo. That was a long one. You weren't lying when you said it was long. I, I don't even. A, what is that from? I don't even remember that. From the Winter Ball Dance, the band that plays. Oh. They always have like these weird like wizard witch lyrics and stuff that. like that. So I was having a hard time. I was literally just <laughs> watching that one too right before. Well, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> we also. Since Brandon is out this week, uh, we have a special guest joining us. We have Matt St. Jack from Anime Talk. It does not do well to dwell on dreams and forget to live. Albus Dumbledore. Ooh. Oh, that was deep. That was That's nice. Deep. I like that one. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, Matt. Um, just we, You've joined me on my little sideshow, Eric's Anime Corner, to talk about My Hero Academia quite a while ago. Um, which I, my, or Eric's anime corner has been on a little bit of a hiatus. I've been saying that for a couple <laughs> weeks now and I want to get back to it. So if you want to join me again, I think I was, I really wanted to talk about cyberpunk edge runners. If you've watched I that yet. I am all the way down for that. Cause like I have, I, Hell I, I yeah. talked about that on my season coming. Actually, you know what? I may invite you on to my show to talk oh about this as well. Oh. Cause, uh, cause I do want to talk about it. So I'm excited about that. I've been wanting, I've been needing to talk about it with someone because I, I mean, I finished it quite a while ago, like probably a month ago, and I've just been stewing on it for so long. I've been wanting someone to talk about it, but, Hmm. um, (laughs) but yeah, anyways, tell us a little bit about your show, Anime Talk. Uh, So like you said, uh, first of all, I appreciate you guys inviting me on. Uh, Like I said, my show is, um, it's Anime Talk with Matt St. Jack or just Anime Talk for short. Uh, And so on my show, I do like literally everything um so i talk pretty much all anime i do anime movie reviews i do my top tens i do um i'm actually i was just joking obviously before we started recording about the fact that i'm supposed to be coming off of hiatus uh because normally around this time i do um a november tournament of power uh where i go in and i kind of create like a like a uh like two brack or a bracket and kind of have characters kind of fight in and find out who's the champion. So I do that too. Um, a lot of different rankings, just er- everything animated you can think of from relationships to protagonists, antagonists, and all that good stuff. I talk about it. So um, just huge off in anime, man. Awesome, man. Glad to have you here to talk about, I don't even think I mentioned it. If you don't know from the quotes, we're talking about <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> the entire Harry Potter <laughs> franchise, just that entire umbrella um and we picked this week to do it because i mean well originally my original idea was to have force brandon to watch all of the movies and then we come back and talk about it but we just decided to do it on the week he's off because he you know he, he, he of, hasn't watched any movies. it's a lot of content yeah it's a lot <laughs> yes. of a lot of stuff it's it, it was supposed to be kind of like a planned thing far in the future but we just decided to do it while Brandon was gone, uh, since Dave and I are huge Potter fans and we're happy to bring another Potterhead on the podcast to talk about some Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we get into it, we'll do a little bit of high- housekeeping. Um, we have 
a next week on the schedule we're going to be talking about andor which is exciting mm-hmm. uh that will be i feel like a very interesting episode because i know we all have differing opinions on it um so look forward to that one and then after that we're going to take a little two-week break for the holidays um so after that we will be back in the should be back in the new year with i'm not sure what i think it's Bahu Billy 2. Billy 2 is in there somewhere in January. Oh, we had man. To bump that. I'm excited to see that one. So that'll be fun. Uh, yeah. But uh, I guess before we take our break, we'll do a, a little bit of a social section here. I, I asked the question uh, at Nomads Fantasy on Twitter, um, just for people's favorite Harry Potter memories. Um, and we actually, surprisingly, got a lot of really, really good ones. Um, so... I'll share some of those here. Uh, Jake Iveson, our good buddy, says, I'll never forget waiting for these movies and books while they were coming out. It was one of the first franchises I got into. Reading those books with my dad as a kid is definitely one of my earliest memories, which is very sweet. That's cool. That's touching. Uh, Draft Punk says, I went to the midnight release for the last book. I was so excited. I sat and read the first couple chapters in my car and (laughs) with the overhead light on before even getting out of the parking lot. I think I stayed up until close to 5 a.m. reading at home before finally passing out. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's dedication right there. Yeah. Uh, Seismic Cinema says, favorite memory is the first time I went to the studio tour in London, which is really cool. Um, Artie Fine says, seven years ago, after I gave the first book a shot for the first time, I spent the rest of the summer ripping through the books and watching each movie after reading its book. I was amazed at the richness and detail of the world, especially the latter half of the series. Cool. So he went, he went book, movie, book, movie, book, movie. Yeah. That's a a cool way to watch it. That is a cool way to watch it. Especially someone, you know, coming to the franchise after everything is already, you know, out, all the books and the movies are out. Yeah. That's, that is a cool way to do it. Uh, Opinionated Luscious says, when the sixth movie came out, my friend and I each bought movie tickets to the first two showings. We were in the front of the line for the first showing, watched the movie, left the theater, and <laughs> then walked to the end of the line to go back inside and watch it again. Oh, wow. <laughs> man, people take their Potter seriously. I'm telling it's you, a... man. And that's not a, that's not a short movie it's either. Not. That's like an all-day event. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Carver says, my mom drove me to the midnight release of the seventh book at a Kroger, no less. And we waited for about 30 minutes or so, stayed up till five or six reading it, then woke back up around noon and finished the entire book in one day. Jeez. Still one of my all time favorite books. It's crazy. That's dedication. Uh, and then let's see. YouTube Oreo Brewer says Ooh. during, during my rewatch, it was a treat seeing Hermione, I'm reading this verbatim. It was a treat seeing Hermione go from snobby cunt to mature woman. Goblet of Fire (laughs) is still the darkest and best sequel in the series. Despite differences, book and films are great. JK did amazing bringing this to life. Just a little bit. She was a little bit of a know-it-all. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. Damn. She, was, she was just a little kid. Right. If, yeah. if I could interject, I know one of my good friends, I know he loves Harry Potter, and he was one of the people that kind of, like, what I wouldn't say they got me into because I was already watching it. But it was really cool because one of the ones that you said kind of, like, made me think about him. So what he did was with his little girl, his oldest girl, he sat down and read her Harry Potter, like, 
until he finished all the books as she grew up and then he went That's back cool. and had and like they sat down and actually watched all the movies okay yeah yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right, well, that's a good intro here. Uh, we'll take a little break, and then we will get right in to the pod right after this. about it like a hair I learned it to rock and roll. I spin around like a crazy elf. I dancing by himself. I boogie down like a unicorn. I no stop until the break of dawn. I put your hands up in the air Like an ogre who just don't care ah, Can you dance like a evil grip? My, 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 my Flying off from a cliff My, 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 my Swimming down to the ground My, 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 my Wheel around and around and around and around My, 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 my and we are back to talk about Harry Potter. Uh, we're not really, this is more of like a freeform discussion with some talking points. We're not really going to like go through each movie or book or anything like that. It's more of just a celebration of the entire franchise. Um, just talking about some of our favorite things, you know, some of our favorite moments, characters, movies, books, you know, how we got introduced to the franchise, our history with it, stuff like that. Um, but I did kind of want to start, you know, right at the beginning with, well, actually, I'll get just a brief intro to, I mean, obviously, if you're listening the wizard to, boy. if you're listening to this podcast, you know what Harry Potter is, but just to lay the land, this series, the JK Rowling wrote the f- first book, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Well, it, the, what is it? What is it? The British version? The, uh. Philosopher's Stone? Philosopher's Stone. That's what it is. I like Philosopher's Stone better. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. But 1997, which is just insane to me. I mean, I, I was, so I was, uh, see, four years old when this, when the first book came out. I was eight, I want to say. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Oh, yeah. That was the end of my high school. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Which is different because I don't know. I feel like it's like a different, different part of my life when like if you if if the books are out when you're like of the age of Harry Potter, like it seems like that would have more of a like personal impact or emotional impact on you as well. That's so. how I felt. That's exactly how I felt with the movies because as the oh, okay. movies were coming out, like I was. I think that's part of the reason why I love these characters so much in this world so much especially the movies um is because these movies were coming out as i was growing up so i myself was like growing up as the characters and the actors in the movies were growing up and as they were releasing you know so that's really interesting to me that you know someone from my generation which i feel like it was sort of made for people in my generation especially the movies but someone from dave's generation can just as easily get into it and you know fall in love with the series as well like how are you how are you introduced to it dave uh actually i went i think my went with my three sisters to to see the first one in the movie theater and i thought it was little kids bullshit <laughs> and because because they're, they're so young at that right. point in the movies like it i don't know it's it was a very i don't want to say it was a safe movie but it was 
I didn't quite get it didn't quite enrapture me. I hadn't read any of the books. I hadn't done any of that yet. I just and then eventually I think a couple years later I watched um Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner, and Goblet. Like three three move three or four movies had come out since I jumped back in and then after that I kinda I was in. Started reading all the books, got through all the books before the last movies were out, I think so. But no, it was crazy. I uh I slept on it. I think it's just because I'm older. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. How about you, Matt? How'd you get in there? Uh, I remember I remember reading the book. I read the first book in school. Um, and then I remember like halfway through, probably halfway through the book, my like this is a complete side side story, but like my parents were very religious. Mm-hmm. So I was able to read the first book. And as I started reading through the first book, then my mom was like, yo, you're not reading that anymore. Cause obviously <laughs> wizards, you know what I'm right. saying? Wizards all <laughs> Never, yeah. like, so she was like, you're not watching this or you're not reading this anymore. So I was like, well, damn, I'm already like halfway through. You might as well go ahead and finish. <laughs> um, but so then I was at school one day and everyone knows like when you have like that substitute, the real cool substitute that just lets you watch movies, we watched yeah. Harry Potter. Oh, and so that's, nice. like, that's a good sub. Yeah, so I was like, this is really cool. So I was able to watch, like, the first half of it because, you know, obviously class wasn't super-duper long. But, um, well, I know, actually, I finished the whole thing because it was, like, a half day. So we finished, like, the whole thing. So I was able to watch it, and I was like, from there on, I was hooked. I was like, I just got to wait, and my mom eventually get through this phase where, like, I'll be able to read it later. Um, and she didn't. She didn't get through the phase, so I, I watched <laughs> the first one, and then I didn't watch the rest of them. I binge-watched the rest of them probably when I turned, like, I moved out of my house at 17. So, I, oh, wow. like, when I moved out, it was, like, Harry Potter galore. I, I watched, Potter like, time. everything. Yeah, I watched, I watched it all, like, back to It was, back like, the back. forbidden fruit exactly. as soon as you moved out. You're, like, I gotta, I gotta watch all these movies. I was, like, I was, like, now I get to go back and watch it now. Who's, who's a wizard now, Mom? Huh? <laughs> so. uh, That's awesome, though, because, yeah, Eric, you watch them as they came out. Yeah. And then so, me and Matt both kind of binged, binged through chunks of them, and then... You know, watch the last two. So it's yeah. I was. I know I was introduced to it because I think my grandma was was really really into it, which is kind of funny. She, grandma, I think, okay. I think she's the one who actually introduced us to the series because like she was a librarian, you know, for a while before she retired. So she was like always on top of the latest releases and books. So when the Harry Potter series started coming out she was one of the first people to like know about it and know she that like this sure. thing is, yeah, this thing is going to be big. So she kind of introduced it to us. Like, I mean, all of, all of her grandchildren and you know, all of my cousins and my brother kind of got on the train of reading the books. I never really got too much into the books, but when the movies started coming out, that's where I really latched onto it. Like, I haven't, I might have, I've, I know I've read some of the first book. I've read some of the third book, but like I haven't read through all the books or anything, but the movies are like my main thing. So as the movies started coming out, I'm like, I'm, I'm way into this. Like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's, it's cool because the, the books were kind of coming out, you know, in tandem with the movies a little bit. I mean, not, not book for book, but by the time the last movie came out, all the books are out and they were, you know, they were releasing in that way. But uh, no, it was really cool because I kind of got to grow up with this, grow up with this whole franchise, you know, and like the like Dave said, the movie started out a little bit aimed, aimed a little bit more towards kids. 
Um, and as the audience grew up, the movies got more mature with each movie as well. So, you know, by the time the last movie comes out, I'm like in my, I'm like a teenager and, you know, I'm just eating that shit up, you know. You so. want to see some wizard murders. Exactly. Like, they're just tossing Lots of around wizard murder. kill curse everywhere. Yep. Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. Like, I couldn't be a wizard for specifically because of that curse. Like. It's like, just fun to say. Yeah, like you gonna you just you gonna cut me off in, in traffic? Avada Kedavra. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you tar- you, I'm getting tired of waiting in line with you, Avada Kedavra. I'm just hitting everybody with you, like <laughs> everywhere. Hakimi tells me the old Huckle caretaker is standing just outside the door. Step aside, Wormtail, so I can give our guest a proper greeting. Avada Kedavra. Uh, yeah, I felt I felt really bad. Uh, like I was a shitty little kid that liked spoiling surprises. So I I told Dave this story last week, but it's it's a good one. My brother was reading. Uh, I forgot which book exactly it was. Um, it might have been I don't know. It might I think it was the one where Sirius Black dies, which I think is the half Half Blood Prince. Is that it? Uh, and yeah. so he was reading that in his room. And my grandma had finished it already at this point, And she told me what happens. Like she told me that Sirius Black dies. And I was like, oh, okay. So I knew my brother was reading it. So he's reading in his room one day and I just run into his room. I yell, Sirius Black. No, no, no. This is what happened. I I said, do you want to know what happens at the end of the book? And he said, no, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. And I'm like, are you sure? And he said, no, don't, don't tell me. And then I just said, okay. And then I started to walk away. And then I came back in and said, Sirius Black dies, and then ran away. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's still rough. And I felt so bad because after that, he he didn't read the books again. Like, I ruined it for him. And I was like, (laughs) to this day, I just feel so bad about it. But you should get him. Has he, well,. Did he drop Potter entirely? He watched the movies. He's yeah, I think he's seen all the movies. Um, I don't. I really don't think he actually he finished all the books though. Give him a nice that. book set for Christmas. I should like that. I it should. was it was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Really? Where Sirius First Black one? dies? Oh no no no! I'm sorry. Hold on. That was my fault. I was dumb. I was like half- somebody <laughs> else. Yeah, it was Halfway. You're right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was like, no way. Maybe the serious is coming out as a bad guy party. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. But uh, yeah, yeah. That, so I still feel bad or about that. Serious is Snape's. Sorry, Snape's coming out party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Yeah, we talked about a little bit of how we got into it, but I kind of want to get into a little bit of why you know what is it about Harry Potter that makes us gravitate towards it that makes us geek out about it and love it so much um and i know for me the main thing is just the world you know i think the world is is the main the main character of the entire franchise like i think the world that jk rowling created the wizarding world um it's it's one of my favorite worlds in fantasy period um like there just feels like there's so much depth and the the amount of like lore and history behind 
the the wizardry like the wizards have been around for thousands of years and it it feels like it you know just with the with the world that they built and everything and um yeah it, i don't know there's just something about that world that every time i watch the movies i i just get chills you know seeing all the different different creatures and then you know i rewatched uh the you know the first one sorcerer's stone the other day and just the first shot when they're walking down diagon alley and harry's you know he's picking uh, out all his all his school mm-hmm. supplies going to get his wand and everything i'm just like man that that world is so cool yeah and yeah. they don't like i don't know and even in the i guess there's a lot more in the books too oh yeah i, mean, I, I haven't sure. read the books in a while but um like it's there's no like Cimmerillion version of like the wizarding world like you just know that it's been around for so long right it's kind of like it's the it's like the unknown of it that makes it so intriguing because there is there's so much opportunity for cool shit everywhere yeah because it's not like D D where there's just like a list of spells that you can cast mm-hmm. like people are making up their own spells there's potions that do all sorts of crazy stuff like so that's, I mean, that's what kind of makes Fantastic Beasts kind of cool, because it's just like fleshing out that world more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though the movies aren't as great as the Potters, um, that's a, that's a whole different story. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind the first movie, the first Fantastic Beasts movie. I think that's the only one I I saw actually, but I thought, you know, I thought it was okay. It did it did do a good job of expanding, like you said, expanding the world a little bit more um outside of hogwarts which is kind of the kind of stuff that i like to see yeah um but yeah yeah what about you matt i think the thing that like i i love about it like you said one is the the way that the world is built because i'm huge off of that um but Mm -hmm. then two i think it's just there's there's like this i think that a lot of series do a really bad job sometimes of like narrowing the lens on like what the movie is supposed to be about but they had there's so many like levels to this movie like even though we know that the movie centers primarily around harry potter there's such a build-up around like the subsidiary characters that like you it's not you're not just watching the movie just invested into harry potter like you're like Mm -hmm. hey i fell in love with hermione i fell in love with ron i fell in love because like even neville you know neville longbottom Seamus, like the side characters that they kind of brought in they weren't just useless characters they were characters who had you know a part in it um and they just kind of they did a really good job of like just building that nucleus around harry potter because i mean it it's the old cliche of like that whole what is it like it takes a village Mm-hmm. Like it's that whole yeah. thing because I mean, like through all the trials and tribulations that Harry had to deal with, he never he he couldn't do any of those things alone. No matter how OP he was, he couldn't do half of the stuff that he needed to do by himself. So I think they did just a really good job of kind of building up the the side characters and you know, like you said, the music and just it, it felt like it the makes music you, is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it makes you feel like you want like I hate school. But if I had an opportunity to go to Hogwarts, I would have enrolled like day one. Like I was ready for the sword and hat. I already knew. I took like 5,000 tests because I was like, I need to find out which house I'm in. Like it was just all that stuff. So um, they just did a really good job on all that. Like I think it's something relatable for everybody too is kind of growing up with classmates. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, mm-hmm. coming back for the new school year and you see all the people you haven't seen all summer. Yep. And like it's very relatable for everybody too, which yeah. makes it, I don't know. Yeah. A very cool part of growing up. Yeah. And even like the sports aspect, like with Quidditch, introducing Quidditch yeah. and all that good stuff, like that was cool. Cause like 
I mean, we all know that we all had, you know, going to school, we all had those jocks, you know what I'm saying? And like the guy, like you had the cool, oh, yeah. the cool <laughs> kids, the jerks, you know what I'm saying? The jocks, the, you know, the, the, the nerds and stuff like that. Like you, it gave you all of that. So it was really cool. Yeah, except we just give them all, we put them all in houses now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send the nerdy kids over to Ravenclaw exactly. and all the, the, the yeah. bullies over Slytherin. Yep. 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 Oh. No, I, yeah, I definitely think that uh, that relatability to all the different characters is uh, really important too. Because, um, I mean, Harry comes in, he's like the chosen one, but he's kind of marked as an outcast because of that. You know, like he didn't choose to be that like i was just rewatching sorcerer stone like i said the other day and like everyone treats him like garbage because he's like the chosen he has this destiny that you know he didn't even choose obviously draco's the main one he's just an asshole all around uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you know you, you feel bad for harry in the beginning um because there's so many expectations uh put upon him just because he's you know the the one the boy who lived yeah so you know you feel you feel bad for him um and you kind of relate to him you know being an outcast and you know the school and like he didn't even he, he was just introduced to this whole idea of being a wizard and then he's just thrown into the school like, like the next day he's day, like 10 years day. old yeah <laughs> and yeah the next day he gets transported away from everything which is was a good thing for him because yeah you know, for sure the Dursleys were also terrible people, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely relatable characters. All the characters are fantastic that get introduced throughout the entire franchise. Um, I was also just watching a uh, Goblet of Fire, um, and like Mad Eye Moody is such a, a good mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I I would love to just see a, an entirely separate movie or like series on him like in his like dark wizard hunting days yeah that would be body cop show yeah that would be that would be so cool (laughs) and i think i think that's what makes it so good too is like we talked about the richness of the characters like each one of these characters could have their own side movie or side series and it would be it would be fantastic yeah yeah i agree i'd call it like midnight moody that would be cool. Yeah, that's good. Like a noir kind of oh, yeah, yeah, good. for wizards. Yeah. That would All be right. really good. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in too. Um, One thing that's kind of crazy about these, and I'm just while we're talking about movie, the group of them in general, or whatever, sure. is like the the consistency and the quality of how good they are from like beginning to the end. There's like not. Yeah. There's not a bad one in there. Yeah. And like, you know, the beginning you get some kid acting, whatever. But as they grow up, like they all become, you know, solid actors. Like there's no there's no dip in quality between the directors or I guess they all kind of have like their own feel, but I, I think that's more like, you know, how the books are progressing and the story right. progressing rather yeah. than the directors that are coming in and out. So Yeah, for sure. They all I think all all of them have the same screenwriter except for one. Order of the Phoenix, too, which mm-hmm. would be part of it. But there's four different directors that did the seven movies. Yeah. Eight movies. Eight. Sorry. Yeah. The Witch Card. And I was just going to say, since we talked about what we love, I, can I just go on a quick, I'm not even going to quick tangent. I'm just going to say. Oh, by all means. I hated, absolutely hated Dudley. Like, he, he stood for, like, <laughs> everything that I cannot stand in a kid. Like, this entitled... Yeah 
he is yeah. like he's like yep. you know 37 he's like well you know last year you got me 37 bro. i'm like it's 36 presents bro like <laughs> right i i can barely get four presents you know what i'm saying for my birthday or christmas let alone you know what i'm saying like 30 something and he's like yeah i want more and i'm like what and then like as he grows up the same way that like Harry is like progressing and he's finding like these friends and trying to like do better for himself. Like Dully is still like this whole like just dick the whole time. He's like, oh, he's like, what, what about your mom? Huh? Is you screaming? You're crying about your boyfriend? I'm like, why are you such a, like, do you not realize who I am? Like, that's why like I couldn't, again, I couldn't be a wizard. Cause like if I was Harry, I'd be like, do, do you not realize who I am? Like you not know like you don't know about me, but I suggest that you ask. Like you ask somebody about who I am. Like I'm not Harry Potter that just gets picked on anymore. Okay, like I'm about to fight the Dark Lord. Like don't mm-hmm. don't come at me sideways. So I I, I cannot stand Dudley. Even the Dementors that got him right there. Like he blamed that shit on Harry too. I'm like, come right. on, dude. Like, yeah. It's that's like, <laughs> what did you do to him? He's all going loopy. I'm like, well, he was loopy from the very beginning. I mean, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, good. they set that, I think it it makes sense they set that up, especially in the first movie, yeah. um, that contrast between Dudley and Harry, like, Dudley, yeah, like you said, Dudley is just a completely entitled, spoiled asshole, and Harry is this kid who, his parents died, he comes from nothing, like, he he has nothing at in the beginning, uh, you know, and he's just like a humble little kid trying to get through, get through in the world and survive, yeah. So yeah, you gotta feel for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if we uh, if we get a little bit more specific here, I I already mentioned it, but I wanted to talk about which uh, I guess book slash movie is our favorite. Um, mine is the Goblet of Fire. Uh, it's it's weird because it used to be Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, I feel like when I was younger, it was the Prisoner of Azkaban, and I've seen it so many times, like I I know it by heart. Um, but I think it was because that's the one where it starts to get a little bit darker, you know, it starts to introduce some more of the darker concepts, um, like with the, the, the Dementors and everything and the idea of Voldemort, you know, returning and, uh, but yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban used to be my favorite, but I think Goblet of Fire recently has sort of edged it out because the more I watch it, the more it, I think it does more of what I liked in Prisoner of Azkaban, but like in a in a better way. Like in 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 the Goblet of Fire, we get the first full reveal of Voldemort, like building up, and we get it's much more mature feeling because we have you know the whole Cedric Diggory uh, death and everything like that. That really, that still hits me, yeah, pretty uh, pretty hard whenever that scene happens. Um, but. It, my boy yeah I'm like, like, every time i hear that really i'm sad. like my, my like, tears you can't do this that shit right breaks now. my heart <laughs> my boy oh man because well, they, they come back and everybody's like cheering like oh you know they won. like they think everything's good like they got the they got the cup they won but then harry's screaming like no he's dead oh, man it gets it gets quiet too and his dad finds out mm-hmm. that's that's tough Jake Dumbledore, what's happened? He's back. He's back. Voldemort's back. Cedric, he asked me to bring his body back. I couldn't leave him. Not that. It's all right, Harry. It's all right. He's home. You both are. Keep everybody in their seats. A boy's just been killed. 
The body must be moved down the north. Too many people. Let me through. Let me through! Let me through. That's my son! That's my boy! My boy! Yep. Yeah, and they they introduced the Death Eaters, like the whole scene in the the, the Quidditch World Cup, you know, where it's it it starts out you know happy and fun, you know, with this whole festival and everything surrounding the Quidditch World Cup, and then shit turns bad real fast when the Death Eaters show up and literally just start setting tents on fire and killing people, and I'm like, wow, this is this is yeah. dark, man. For sure. What are you, Matt? What are you, uh, where are you, where's, where's your favorite lie? Honestly, I was going to say that one. It's crazy that you said that because I was going to say that one, but I decided to go Prisoner <laughs> of Basketball. That's funny. So I went Prisoner of Azkaban, um just because it introduced two of my favorite characters. Or, well, I wouldn't say two of my favorite characters, but it introduced like some characters that I was really looking forward to um, mm-hmm. with like Sirius Black um, was brought in. And then, of course, you had. Uh, Professor Lupin, who I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the whole, and even for me, learning was like the difference between the werewolf and the animagus. So like learning, you know, like just those type things about sure. the actual world, like that was really cool for me. So um, that one was really cool. And like you said, the Dementors and just, you know, how everything was just kind of laid out with Bellatrix and everybody, like the prison break and everything that was kind of happening. You're like, there's so much happening right now. Like, what's going on? You know, and like, how did, where's like, and then even the little spell that Sirius did where he's like, you know, um, keep your friends close and, you know, trying to tell them, you know, all these different things of like, you know, like, I'm here for you. Like, you, I know you've been, you've been dealing with so much of this stuff by yourself alone. I'm telling you right now, like, this is who I am. I'm here for you. Just, just give me some time <laughs> and I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, help is on the way. So, um, I really, I really like that one. Get serious a toothbrush in, in Azkaban, man. That poor guy. He's been <laughs> yeah, out of Azkaban for a while. Yeah. And man, he's still looking rough. Yeah, he came out, he came out looking like a fate worse than death for sure. Yeah. Um You don't expect to see Gary Oldman in that role either. And he I think he kills it. He did. He did. Yeah. That's, that's one of my favorite favorite roles that he plays, Serious yeah. Black. He's yeah. first in the beginning though. He's like so skinny and like mm-hmm. emaciated. Like it's kind of crazy. Like he looks like he's been having a hard go of things. Yeah, that was yep. that was the one that also had um, that was the Patronus too, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that was the one where, yeah, with his, yeah. When he when he learned how to do that and um and they yeah because they did the the uh the Bogart when they were doing when they were fighting a little yeah. uh, which that thing was absolutely freaky. Like I am deathly terrified of spiders <laughs> so when that big ass spider came oh. out, like and even with eric dog like when that spider came out i can deal with snakes i have snakes i have snakes myself but like i cannot deal with spiders it's all the eyes and the legs and when i saw that spider come out and he's like no you just gotta get i'm like no because that thing would have killed me <laughs> like at that point like that it, that innocent thing would have killed me so yeah this is that's probably one of my favorite ones i think part of the reason i used to love Azkaban so much and I still do love it like it's it's probably number two for me I'm also a sucker for anything to do with time travel 
Yeah. And the time travel aspect of Prisoner of Azkaban, like I, I love that. Like seeing everything from a, the different perspective and realizing that all the things that were happening were caused by them going back in time and like the whole thing with mm-hmm. basically Harry saving himself with the Patronus charm from the Dementor yeah. at the end. Like that, all that stuff was so cool to me, yeah. especially when I was a kid that blew my mind. Yeah, I gotta agree with both of you guys. I mean, <laughs> three, top two, three and four are kind of yeah. like like the the cream of the crop there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even like Chamber of Secrets wasn't bad. The kids were still a little young for it to be like Chamber serious. of Secrets. I think is my least favorite of all yeah. the movies. Yeah, that one's where it's like you know shit gets a little bit real. Where there's like you know cats getting petrified, and I'm petrified, and not dying or whatever. But like you're hearing evil. Th- things talk through walls and stuff like mm-hmm. that like it's starting to it's starting to ramp up a little bit but i think yeah three and then four where it's like the i don't want to say like the loss of innocence but it's like them like stepping from being ch- like children into being like young adults oh, yeah. kind of which is a big is a big jump but i think goblet of fire the that one kind of edges it out because I, I don't know. I love the, I love the trials that they got to go through for the tournament, which is awesome. I mm-hmm. love the other schools that you get to see, you know, other wizards are out there doing their own wizardy things, yeah. their own wizardy way. You get to um, see Victor Crumb. Victor yeah. Crumb. <laughs> yep. He's an artist. <laughs> Ron and his man crush on him. That's, that's hilarious. The jealousy that was that was Ron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, of course. He's a real piece of work sometimes in he these is. movies. He's kind of a spoiler shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, he gets, he ruins the ball for Hermione, which is a real dick move. Um, he gets mad at Harry in the beginning because he thinks he put his name in the cup, doesn't trust his friend there. So he's kind yeah. of a it's kind of a shit a couple times throughout yeah. these movies. Well, and I yep. think that movie but... that movie kind of changed a little bit of his trajectory later on because you it started then. Like, and I don't I I didn't pay attention to it the first time that I watched it, but that's really when you started to see like what set up what was set up later on in the series about like the like when he had the amulet and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you can see mm-hmm. that a lot of that stuff had already been festering from that movie. You know what I mean? That's so, very true. Yeah. I don't ever like to see Harry and Ron fight. Yeah. Everybody oh. just get along. Right. right. They're right. Supposed, to be, <laughs> supposed to be best friends. Right. It's well, a, I mean, he's living in, he's living in the shadow of like Luke Skywalker. He's like, you know, his just, true. he's like his little sidekick. So he's, you know, and he's from the Weasley family who doesn't have much and, you know, always gets shit on. Good steps yep. in. But yep. yeah, Ron, those robes that he had Ron. to wear too. Those are good. The, oh man, we're getting Ron. He looks like one a of those sweaters, though. I do want one of those those uh, the Weasley sweaters. Those seem pretty cool. Big, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're yeah. pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goblet Fire is definitely tops for me. But uh, yeah, you'll like this, Matt. Uh, I mean, I'm also a sucker for tournament arcs in anime. So I mean, the Goblet of Fire is basically one big tournament arc, yeah. and yeah. I'm just like, I love it. I love all that no, stuff. So. It was good. It's definitely my close second. So I'm glad. I'm glad to see that we're all kind of aligned somewhat in that in that one. So and I no, like, yeah. like I like obviously I like we said like all the movies are are really good, and yeah. I like the I feel like the um there's like a separation after the Goblet of Fire because. Five, six, and then Deathly Howls part one and two. They they all feel like they're all more cohesive and connected in one you know, one cohesive story leading up to the final 
showdown with Voldemort and everything, um, and getting the Horcruxes obviously they got a, and Deathly they got a mission, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have the mission there, and like the like one, two, three, I guess four, like you said, is kind of the transition to like some of the more mature and like the actual main line to Voldemort. But uh, one, two, and three are kind of setting up things, and they feel like kind of like their own bespoke stories a little bit. So there's a world building in there, yeah. Yeah, so they there's a different tone going towards the the latter half of the movies, which I like. I like that you know there's that separation there. Yeah. Um, they but, did the whole Batman thing where they just continuously just got darker and darker and darker. Right. There, so, yep. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. The Horcruxes is that the the cave scene in Order of the Phoenix with Dumbledore in the cave? That's what. That that's yeah. That's blood? that's one. I think that's half blood. Yeah. So that is another because Order of the Phoenix. I could see Order of the Phoenix or Half Blood being more like in the top top three for me too because they're they're still they're they're good but they're just all kind of a continuation like you said of the same the same let's get the Horcruxes kind of thing. Yeah, there's some great stuff in those too. Yeah, like for some, sure. Yeah, I think those are those are probably the ones that I've watched the least. Um, is like the I would probably say six and you know seven or whatever part two part one and two deathly hollows i think i've only seen those like maybe twice um but like one two one through four i think i've seen like dozen, <laughs> yeah. dozens dozens yeah. of times <laughs> um but yeah really really good stuff um yeah i'm trying to think like favorite character we already did like movie rankings and stuff favorite characters favorite moments any any stuff like that that kind of comes to mind um, favorite character was definitely, oof, there was so many characters, so many characters. <laughs> that, like, yeah, I'm there's sure so many hard. good ones. It's hard to choose. Um, but honestly, like if I said, if I had to say a favorite character, there'd have to be close to a tie, but one beats out the other. So I would, I would say I really, really loved Sirius. I loved the way that they kind of brought him in. I loved his his form, like where he can train to the dog. You know, like I absolutely love that. Um, but believe it or not, man, I think that like Snape was probably my favorite character. Like, like I He's hated probably the him most that, most interesting character for yeah, sure. Yeah, because I hated him in the very beginning. Like I absolutely could not stand this guy in the very. I'm like, dude, you. You, you know, you're shitting on Harry all the time. You're talking stuff about his dad. But then, like, as you get to, like, when he does that, uh, when that, that curse, like, uh, when Harry hits him with that, with the curse where he goes inside of his mom, mm-hmm. and, like, he starts to see, like, the stuff that was going on, like, why he is the way he w- is, then you're, like, immediately, like, now I feel sad. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad for you. Like, you didn't choose this life. You had, and then, like, you know, your his dad was bullying you. You fell in love with his mom, but you could never be with his mom, so you ended up just being a friend. And then, mm-hmm. like as you progress later on through it, then you're like, not only did all that happen, you also had this huge task that you had to undertake from Dumbledore. You had to offer up the Lily's kid, the kid who you wish that you were the dad of, and that you know what I'm saying like you you tried to be there for. Like he had so he had to make the unbreakable foul he had like so many things and then for him to turn around at the very end and be like you know in Voldemort in that scene where he's basically like no he's like technically you're the reason you're the reason why the wand doesn't obey me and he's like what are you talking about and he's like 
oh, man. And I'm like, no. And then just like, Nagini, kill. And I'm like, not, not, not that you got hit with the curse spell and you got eaten by a snake. Like, it's just, it was just so, just so horrible. It was just like, he, he went from like zero to hero like that. And it was just, I, I felt very sad, very sad about that whole situation. And then, turn around and the actor actually die in real life like that was kind of that was really sad too and i mean mm-hmm. i know some characters yeah. have died since then but you know it's just yep. i don't know Rest it just peace, it alan rickman yeah it just it just kind of hurts my heart so that'd probably be my favorite character it's awesome yeah i feel like mine i don't know it's it's so hard to choose but i i just love i love hagrid i mean how can you not love hagrid yeah, how true. can you not love hagrid like <laughs> He's he's always there for Harry and his friends like constantly throughout the entire series. He sort of takes in Harry under his wing in like, you know, the first movie and, you know, Harry doesn't really have a parental figure and I feel like Hagrid is probably the closest thing to that, you know, for Harry. So, you know, that's and like he's he's just a lovable guy. And like he's always he's always doing trying to do right by Dumbledore. And like Hogwarts and, you know, he does his, he does his job well. He's a good groundskeeper. Um, and you feel bad for him, especially in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban when he has the whole Buckbeak thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Buck come Beak. on. Buckbeak. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. Yeah. He almost put Vernon in a, bo- in a box, man. I was ready for that when he showed up the first time. And he's like, don't you ever disrespect <laughs> Albus Dumbledore. In my That's, right. Like, That's right. That's right, man. Bad. He's and like, you know, back off my man's. I was gonna say, if you, I, I wouldn't want to mess with Hagrid. No. Like he's he's a like a big teddy bear, but like if he if you if he is upset, like if, he's if you get him mad, yeah, you, you're gonna regret it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta love Hagrid. You know, like how can how can you not? I got I got one that's a little different though. I think I want to give a shout out to a bad guy. Oh yeah, Bella, go for it. Bellatrix Lestrange is. The craziest, nastiest lady in all of Hog—I don't know—in all of call this the Potterverse. No, I—I <laughs> um, I just think that um, just the the crazy eyes that she gets, uh, Helen Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, the I don't know, like you feel like she could actually do anything and murder anybody at any time. Like she, it's she, kinda... play, she plays it well, and anyone anyone who could break out of Azkaban, you know, you don't want to mess yeah. with. Yeah. And she, you know, she murders Dobby too. Like she does oh, not. Poor Dobby. She does poor not Dobby. give a yeah. shit. Uh, she's a good, a very good, um, very good bad guy. I guess I just wanted to say because I don't know. Um, Voldemort seems like a, you know, he's, you know, like guy's nasty and all, but um, she's she's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the Weasley brothers too, like the Fred and George. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. They just, I don't know, they have that older brother vibe to them where they're kind of always doing, they're like smoother with the ladies and they're, they're the ones that have the Marauders map and they do all the, you know, open their own business and they do all this cool shit that like, I don't know, kind of looked up to them as older brothers of, hmm. of the younger, younger crew mm-hmm. kind of looking out for them, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I didn't like Percy, no. but I like those two though. No, Percy was kind of a turd. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. I'm a prefect or first boy. He kept it. <laughs> yeah. Like, first and boy. I'm, I'm when you rewatch boy. it, yeah. <laughs> when you rewatch the movies, like you catch those, like it's like his only lines is him just bragging about being yeah. head boy. Like anytime, like oh you're cool. just being like, 
Yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban or whatever. You know, he, like he's got like a little bit in there, and it's just him bragging about being head boy. That's oh. good. Excuse me, I'm head boy. Yeah. No, but yeah, I agree. Like Bellatrix, Bellatrix of Strange was like you said. I think Voldemort, Voldemort had, like you know, they always say that there's something about a bad guy with a motive and a bad guy who's just crazy. And like yeah. Voldemort had a motive, like he knew what he needed to do. He understood the he understood his assignment. Bellatrix was just like, look, I care zero about any of that. The only thing that I care about is doing whatever I want. And as long as you don't check that. I'm perfectly right. fine. Like I will, I will stand by you. But I'm pretty, like you said, I'm pretty sure. Like if something had happened, I'm pretty sure. Like if he had tried to control her or something, she would have been like, okay, well, guess what? I'm gonna go ahead and go at you too. You know what I mean? She right. Gave that vibe. Like you know what you said. Yeah. I anyone who was in her way, she yeah. was just yeah. She wasn't yeah. having it. Yeah. Because I mean, even with even with his orders, like he really just said like, no, not Harry. And she was like, okay. So I can kill Hermione, I can kill Ron, I can kill Neville, I can kill whoever else, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, everybody else is good, just not Harry. He's like, all right. She's like, cool. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's yeah, ready to go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's got to be the scariest thing, like especially in the, <laughs> a world of witches and wizards, like a psychopath or a sociopath with a wand. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, you yeah. can you can kill somebody with the flick of your wrist and it'll. Yeah. And yeah, she was, yeah, and she great. was, she was like super. And I think the other thing too is like she was not only super crazy, but like you said, she was, she was like, she knew what she wanted. Like she knew what she was going to do. She and she's like one of the only females that you really hear about. Like in a wizarding world, like I mean, people have talked about, you know, even with uh when Ron's mom was trying to fight her or whatever, and it's like, you know, that's my kid. You know, I'm like, yeah, but I mean. Nobody ever heard of you. Like, you know what I mean? Besides, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Besides, like, besides Hermione, we all knew that Hermione was going to be an amazing, you know, witch. But, like, besides Hermione, like, the only other female that you really heard that really struck fear into, you know, like, from a female standpoint was Bellatrix. Like, it, and she was strong enough, like you said, to your point, to get out of jail and be on the right hand of the Dark Lord. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he, she was the only one that he wasn't, like, pissed off with when he got out, when he came back. Because he was like, no, I understand her situation. She was completely <laughs> locked up. Like she had, she was she was in straight jackets and in solitary confinement. I understand why she couldn't come back. But everybody else, y'all have some explaining to do. Like I, I got questions. So, mm hmm, mm hmm. Well, yeah, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, transition from there. Um, I feel like we've talked we've talked a lot about movies, characters. I want to get into. A little, I don't know if you guys have really had much experience with any of the Harry Potter video games, but I know that I have uh, dabbled in a couple of them here and there. There haven't been like a lot of great ones, but some of the ones that I remember playing were uh, the Sorcerer's Stone PlayStation 1 game, um, which... Yeah, really? they, they I'm pretty I sure that at all. Well, this was in like the early 2000s. So this was a big era of uh, lots of video games based on movies were coming out. So oh. like, I'm pretty sure they released a video game for each of the movies. Um, and I, I know I played the Sorcerer's Stone on PlayStation one, which was an all right game for its time. Um, and then Did there you get was to run around the castle a little bit. Uh, which I, again, probably when That's you go back part. to it, probably when you go back to it today, it doesn't, you know, 
yeah, hold up at, at right all. Now, and this absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I would not have played this. So. Listen, I was like, I, I don't even know, probably like five or six years old playing this, and it blew my mind. Um, but uh, there was that one, and uh, there was actually a turn-based Harry Potter game on the Game Boy Advance. The Prisoner of Azkaban game was a turn-based game on the Game Boy Advance, which is another one that I really liked. Um, and I actually went back and played it semi recently and it, it's not a bad game. It still holds up pretty well. Really? Um, but I guess the main reason I wanted to talk or bring this up was because I know that Hogwarts legacy is coming out soon. Yeah. 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 And like, that is like one of my, one of my dream, dream games that I've been wanting and wishing for, for a very long time. Like, an open world Harry Potter game where you are a student enrolled in Hogwarts and you're living out this fantasy, just walking around the castle, going to classes, going on adventures. Uh, and it like, it's, it just looks like everything that I've wanted from a Harry Potter video game. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. like just being able to fly around. Like, I think you can get on your broom and just fly down to Hogsmeade and do whatever you want. Like it's, that's kind of ridiculous to yeah think of. The customizations be... look amazing in that too, like yeah, right? the, to to be able to change your character and stuff like that. That looks pretty dope too. I don't know why they don't have a VR thing inside the castle. Hmm. Like that would be that would be an interesting thing to put together. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, like, that would be really cool. But yeah, I I just want to bring that up because I know I'm I'm super excited for that game. Harry Potter Chaos at Hogwarts. What is that? Looks like it's a VR experience. Hmm. Let's take a look at that. Looks interesting. It's cool. It's saying it's saying um, that this game is supposed to come out. Did, did the I remember the release getting pushed? Is it still set to February tenth, or is it did it push back further? No, I, it was originally supposed to come out. Um, I think in like November of this year, and then it, I know it's gotten pushed out a few times. So I think yeah, the current release date is yeah the February twenty twenty three release date. Yeah. Okay. So it's coming out. Yeah, relatively relatively soon um but yeah I'll, I'll be really excited when that one comes out for sure uh, but oh, it looks like this this vr thing is not uh it says you have to buy tickets to it so I'm oh it must be like a whole thing then whole it must event. be somewhere rather than yeah just freely available which is a little it's a little interesting but i'm gonna mm -hmm. i'll send you the link there so we've had i mean we've had we've talked about the movies we've had spin-off movies with Fantastic Beasts. Um we had we've had a Broadway play musical sequel type thing. What what was that? I forgot what that was called. But it was like the basically the events of, you know, Harry when he was I forgot how many years it was later, but uh like 10, 10 or 15 years after the Deathly Howls. Um, yeah, you're talking about the uh, the curse the, cur the cursed child. Yeah, cursed That's, child. that was it. Um yeah, I haven't seen that, or obviously I haven't seen the play or read the the screenplay or anything. But are those canon technically? Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. Yep. Uh, but uh, what do we want for the history of this, or the, the history, the future of this franchise? Um, I know I'm. I mentioned like I would love to see some TV series or some you know streaming series on HBO Max or whatever it is about you know, certain character, like backstory of Sirius Black or, you know, stuff like that. Like, I think 
I just think this world is so rich with characters and lore that they can expand upon it in so many different ways. Um, and I don't know. I feel like a, a TV series would be the way to go at this point. I mean, you could always release more books and more movies, but I feel like, you know, everything's kind of going the way. It takes so long. Yeah, right. <laughs> it takes so long to write a book and then it takes another like three years to make a movie. Like, Yep. I guess if you Disneyfy it, like how they're just putting out all these side stories and stuff like that, like it would be kind of interesting to see some of those. But yeah. I was gonna say, would just, you would you want that? Do you think it's you think it would be too much Harry Potter content if they just started releasing series on every uh, side character in the Harry Potter franchise? I wouldn't mind if they did it something like Game of Thrones is doing, where maybe they don't like because the first season of game of thrones it's all about the white walkers like the whole series is all about the white walkers harry potter all we know is like that mystery centered around harry potter in that world i'd almost mm-hmm. like to do what they do in the game the new game hogwarts legacy that's coming out and just jump throw it back to like i don't know 100 years ago and let's start fresh with like a new yeah. a new wizarding family or you could do like yeah you could do the blacks do the do their ancestors i don't know Sirius is great great grandpa or something who knows mm-hmm. kind of build it out from there i think that'd be kind of cool just to see and let's make it uh let's make it r let's make <laughs> a it hard r hard r i want <laughs> wizarding foul language and murder and you know i want I would... to get i want it to get real in the wizarding world you want some you want some <laughs> <suggested> gritty things <laughs> yeah right the gritty the gritty harry potter reboot yeah. um no it would be pretty cool i i uh I kind of agree with that. Like, I think a series would kind of be cool to kind of like um, fill the gaps. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like in that way. I would say like to fill the gaps more. So like more so like the stuff that happens in between the books and in between mm-hmm. the movies, or I guess in between the movies because I didn't really read the books. But in between the movies, so like in between the seasons, like what are they doing when they're all, like you know when they're out of school or like maybe some more school play, like you know some of the classes that they took and things like that. I think that'd be cool. Or, or, but my my original thought though is uh, bringing back the curse, like doing a cursed child, like, and I had to look it up because I wanted to make sure. I remember seeing something the other day, and shout out to to you guys by the way. You have been saying it right. It is the Potterverse. That is literally what it is called. So it is the Potterverse. So shout <laughs> okay. out, you've been saying it right. But I was looking because I was curious. I remember seeing something a while back where they were saying that they were that Warner Brothers wanted to do the cursed son. They wanted to do an additional movie. Um, so personally for me, I would say that's what I want to see. Like I do want, I don't need it to go any further than that. I, I'm okay with them just giving me like the, us being able to see his son, because apparently mm-hmm. like, I guess in that movie, the son is like, it's almost like a, like a spin. off. I don't know. Like I hate to reference like anime, but that's my thing. But it's almost like the spinoff of like Naruto and Boruto. Cause it's like oh, yeah. the, the son, like, your dad went through everything to to be able to get to where he is now. And then once he gets to where he is, because I think it's supposed to follow like Harry becoming like the minister of magic or something like that or something similar. And then his son is like, basically, my dad has no time for me and no, you know, he doesn't give me any attention. So I'm going to be this bad kid that gets placed in like Slytherin or something. Mm. And like, so he goes kind of the opposite of his dad. And so like, then they have to kind of like come together, I think, and like end up like fighting another great evil or something so i mean i would love to see like how they kind of actually play that because 
like you said, I think it gives you the reboot and you don't have to worry about using the old characters because like at this point, Daniel Radcliffe is going to be older. Hermione's going to be older. Ron's going to be older. So you don't have to worry about them. He's, he's, we already know that Snape is, is dead. Rest in peace to Snape. Um, we know we don't have to recast Dumbledore. We don't have, like, there's a lot of things that we don't necessarily have to do. It kind of gives you a, a segue back in, which is something that I wish that Matrix had done, and I'm not going to take this time to talk oh. about that, but I wish that they had done something like this. Just create a brand new storyline with mm-hmm. new characters that we haven't seen before. You can introduce some of the old characters. Like, Neville could come back as a teacher. We know he was a herbologist. He can come back and do, teach herbology. You can introduce those characters in a certain type of way, but I would love to see, like, a continuation just for us to be able to see Harry grown, Hermione grown, Ron grown, everybody grown, and their kids actually come up and kind of like do a reset on the um, the Philosopher's Stone, and then or uh, or like yeah, like the Philosopher's Stone, and then from there we can finish it. Like that can be the end. We can tie off. They can defeat the Great Evil, and then we all ride into the sunset. We go back to the platform. We ride back into the sunset or something like that. I mm-hmm. think that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be like a uh, a Cobra Kai situation. It's yeah. like the next next generation yeah, of good. of wizards yeah. and witches. Yeah, with the is Daniel with the... Radcliffe gonna come back as Harry at some point. You think? Like they they have to do something more. They'd have to. I would see it. I could see it for sure. Yeah, they'd have to. I mean, I think even Draco, like Draco Malfoy, had a kid too. So you mm. know what I mean? Like this. Uh, I mean, this could be a situation where you know they work together. You know what I mean? Like. We, we don't know. Like, at least just give us the closure. Because I feel like that was the problem with the last movie. Is like, we see them going back to the platform, and he's like, right. then look, I wouldn't have named you after two great, you know, wizards if, you know, you weren't going to be okay when you go off to school. And then it's like, all right, here comes the music, and we're done. And, like, you right. know, I, I don't really get the closure that I, that I desire. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like you only get little sprinklings from that prologue yeah. of the last book. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, you don't. And, I mean, and Ron pulled much. Ron pulled the baddie. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like Ron and you know Ron and 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 you know Hermione and you know what I'm saying like Harry and 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 uh, and uh, Jenny. Jenny, yeah, like you know they were all they were all there. Everybody, you know, everybody was good. Even Malfoy ended up with a with the old girl from uh, I think she was in Slytherin. Was she in Slytherin? Was she in? Ravenclaw. I don't remember that. Yeah, she was like, she was one of the characters. I want to say she may have been at Slytherin House, but yeah, like even he had a, you know, like everybody, you know, kind of grew up. Everybody, you know, moved on and did their thing. So, yeah, Um, I mean, definitely in uh, today's landscape of legacy reboots and everything, I, I have to imagine that something is coming in the future, whether it's the next movie, you know, The Cursed Child, or a, you know, a completely I, I really hope that they don't I don't and I don't think they need to like reboot or remake like the entire Harry Potter franchise or anything like like that would just be I don't know I, I think that would be dumb but definitely I I feel like you're right Matt we probably will get the cursed child eventually especially since it, it fits with you know the age of the actual actors now and everything yeah. um, so it makes sense. And it makes sense that it would be coming in the future, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the train of like doing something completely different, you know, kind of the same thing, sort of the same thing that Star Wars is kind of doing, but I guess kind of doing with Andor, I should say, like getting completely new characters, not really related to the main Harry Potter storyline, but just telling another story in that universe, like a separate story. Um, I think that would be really cool. Uh, 
Oh, I was going to say, did you guys, it, it reminded me when we were talking about the uh, the old characters and how they've aged. Did you guys watch the 20th anniversary, uh, Harry Potter anniversary on HBO Max? I did when it, like when it first came out, it's a couple of years ago now, isn't it? No, it was like last year, I think. Well, it wasn't I think too I watched ago. most of it. Um, yeah. It was, it was cool to see everybody back together. And, yeah, you know. I think I saw glimpses of it. I didn't sit down and actually oh, watch yeah. it. The uh, yeah, just the reunions of everybody was pretty. I don't know. It was cool. It was emotional. A lot of nostalgia and uh, all the actors reminiscing with each other, and it was cool hearing some of the stories of the production and everything. And it was it was cool with them talking about like uh, behind the scenes stuff of Sorcerer's Stone and how like. You know, these kids were 10 years old when they were uh, making this movie. So like they were on they were just being kids, just being kids on set. You know, they were messing around, screwing around, and they <laughs> they had to kind of wrangle them to get them to, uh, you know, uh, settle down and do their scenes and everything. So it was, it was interesting seeing some of that stuff. And, you know, it, it was obviously emotional because uh, they did all the, you know, in memorandums for yeah, Alan Rickman and. I think Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid, like died really shortly after they filmed that uh, 20th anniversary special. So again, like he was in that special talking and getting interviewed, but you know it was it was emotional, you know, knowing that he had passed away had a, shortly after that. He had a quote about it, like he said something like, you know, I may pass on, but mm-hmm. Hagrid will live on forever, or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that shit, hits like, extra it hard, gets you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So, that, and I looked it up. So she wasn't. She was at the school. His wife was at the school, but she didn't. She didn't fight. She got evacuated because she was too young, quote unquote. But she's a pure. Oh, she's oh. a pure blooded. She's a pure blood witch. Um, oh, Mel, well, of course. Of the, yeah. Yeah. From one of the. From one. She's from the Greengrass family, which is one of the sacred twenty-eight. I guess royal family or like noble families or whatever. So oh. she was a. I guess so. She was kind of a big deal. But dude, listen to their son's name. Scorpius Hyperion, <laughs> like that is that it. Like I have uh, to see this. The bad guy. He will. Yeah, because, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're setting that kid up for corporate. Well, what was it again? Scorpius, Scorpius Hyperion Malfoy. Oh shit! That, I, that's like something you think. You find out like Cobra Commander's real name or something like that. Yeah, and, like, that's know, what it's like, gonna be. That's like <laughs> Scorpius, Ma- Scorpius Hyperion Malfoy. That's the name right there. Wow. Man. That is a name. That's a name. <laughs> so, but yeah. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, we've been talking about Harry Potter for a, about an hour now. Uh, some good Potter talk. Uh, is there anything else, you know, closing comments, wrapping up? Uh, any thoughts, feelings on the on the series before we before we call it? Uh, Shout out to the composer. John oh, Williams. Well, yes, like, of course. Let's let's give a little little pat on the back for him real quick because yeah. I think that's one of the things that makes the movie so good is that theme that goes along with it. That's got a little bit of mystery to mm-hmm. it. It's got a little bit of intrigue to it. I don't know. There's something. It's got about a little whatever. bit of magic to it. Yeah, when you hear <laughs> when you hear that that little I don't know, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. like that whole thing just kind of just like wraps you in like a warm blanket. It's so well, good. It's like, like it's like uh well sprinkled throughout all of the movies. Like it's it's that theme. It's that recurring theme. It's the same thing he did with Star Wars, you know? As soon as you hear that one theme, you know what you're in for. And he mm-hmm. you know, in every movie you have to hear that right when the tar- title card pops up and it's like it just gives you that feeling, you know. Yeah. Gonna, like, 
that you're gonna watch a Harry Potter movie. There's some really good behind the scenes stuff with him, and it shows like how he came up with it and how he composed it and all that kind of stuff. I think it was on one of the DVDs special features or something like that. <clears throat> yeah, it fits. Definitely uh, worth checking it out. It just it fits so well uh, with that universe, and I yeah I don't think those movies would be half as good without the music and the the composition by John Williams. Agree. Um, I'm just going to say. Uh, I said that I hated Dudley, but I absolutely, <laughs> uh, I absolutely hated with a hard H, Dolores Umbridge. So she, <laughs> oh yeah, she and, sucked. Uh, she can go jump off of. I don't know what she can jump off of, but she can jump off of all of that. Um, and you can't uh, call call can't call little kid Hermione a cunt without calling Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, a cunt. like she was. Yeah. she she earns it. Yeah, she's like, brutal. Like that that whole scene with the whole hand thing or whatever, he's like writing like I will not tell lies and it's popping up on I was like and she's like, How many times do I have to write this? And she's like, As many times as it takes you to get the point. I'm like, Look here, all right, you little you little <laughs> fucked up. Hey, look well, here, she right? just know that she she got her come up in the did. end. Yeah, she, she did. was she was sentenced to life in yeah. prison in yeah. Azkaban. Yeah. So Oh, she, she was really? Yeah, she she was, was, yeah. In the books? Wow. Yeah. I don't. I think they show her getting in arrested movies. in the movie. Yeah, they saw her okay. getting arrested. Yeah. yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was like the centaurs that ran off with her, and that's the last you saw of her. No, because remember she came back later on. She was like covered in dirt when they found her, like mm-hmm. later on or whatever. And oh, then, good. Yeah, and then that was when she went. Because that was when she went back. She went back to the. Um, didn't she go back to the Ministry of Magic's office or something like that for a while? Oh, we do see her later yeah. in a different another episode. That's no. true. No. Yep. But yeah, yep. Hmm. So I just want to say I hate her with a hard H. <laughs> uh, so uh, that that would be it. And uh, what's the girl's name? Super super cute chick, uh, Lafleur. Uh, oh yeah, yes. Delacour. Or... Yeah, she was she was a beauty. And so that's all I'm gonna say on that. She's <laughs> I can't She's like can't a argue there. Princess. She that was. whole school is filled with like tall. Scandinavian blonde. Yeah, they're all witches. with this. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> so, so good. So, such good movies. I don't know. It's, there's like so many characters. There's like we. I feel like we could talk for another two hours on these yeah. movies, just reminiscing about. There's you know tons of people we haven't mentioned too, but it's just, it's so good. Like you're doing your yourself a disservice if you haven't seen these yet. Brandon. <laughs> I didn't notice she was. Did you know that Dolores was House Slytherin? Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't know if I knew that though. No, no, I didn't. I don't think I knew that either. Shout out to I, I give a shout out on my episodes all the time, but shout out to uh, fandom pages because the people who sit down and take the time to like investigate and research like blood types, weights, heights, all this insane. stuff. Like <laughs> shout out to like they literally have like her signature. They have you know everything about her. Her wand the patronus and occupations house her loyalties like they have all of that so shout out this episode this episode sponsored by fandom right <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah so yeah apparently she was house slipping so it all makes sense cool all right uh well yeah i had a lot of fun talking about the Potterverse yeah. uh with yeah. you guys uh hopefully maybe we can do another episode in the future once brandon finally watches all the movies eventually I don't know if that'll ever happen, but maybe someday. <laughs> uh, he's down in Universal now, and I don't even know if he's right. Going to That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I would love to go to the you know the Diagon Alley they have down there. That's, oh my god, ah, oh, that'd be so good for sure. Um, 
But all right, we'll take a break here and then we will come back with a little game of 20 questions right after this. And we are back with a little game of Movie 20 Questions to wrap it all up. Uh, if you don't know how this works, you guys will ask me a series of yes or no questions. You guys get 19 questions and then one guess. Um, if, basically, if you guess the movie and you guess it wrong, you lose. So don't guess until you are very sure that <laughs> you think you got it right. Uh, but yeah, pretty simple. Um, so with that, let the questioning begin. I'll start with... We'll go Kick a little different this time. Uh, does this movie have magic in it? Yes. Okay. Does this movie have a death in it? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay. Is this after the year 2000? Yes. Does this movie have Hagrid in it? No. All right. None of those. None of the potters. Let's see. Is this... Oh, they keep narrowing it down, I think. Is this after 2010? No. So it's in that 2000s range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's with, see. with magic. With magic. And you said there is a death. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Let's see. I'm trying to think of any movies with magic in there. It's <laughs> a pull right there. It's like, um, uh, let's see. Okay, hold on. Um, no Googling. I see you. I see you over there. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, hold on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I have, okay. Does... Does this movie have Draco Malfoy in it? Uh, no. It's not necessarily a Harry Potter movie, just FYI. Okay, 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 okay. okay. It could be any movie. Okay. So I'll I'll count that as a non-question if you want. Okay, got it. And you said no, though. No, that is that is a no. Okay. We'll, we'll just say it's not a Harry Potter movie. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. We're only five in. You can be you can be frivolous with your questions. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> throw them around. Let's see. I think of what else is magic? What is wands? Oh my goodness! There's so many movies. Like there's so many. <laughs> and I'm trying to like. You got it. I'm like. You got a ten year range. You know, it's at least came out in 2000 to 2010. Somewhere in there, it's Something with magic. It's got I magic. Compete with. Wanted to compete with Harry Potter. It's got magic. It's got what? Oh, it's got a death. There, there is at least one death yeah. in this movie. Uh, is it? Is it an animated movie? No. Okay, that that'll help a little bit. We try going by focus it down by genre. We could focus it down by well, we could try and pick an actor out. But that's what I was trying. Yeah, that's what I was trying. Actors to think. are a little tough sometimes because very very focused. Um, Let's see. So it has magic. There is a death. Draco Malfoy is not in it. 
Like it could be. I'm trying to think of like. Feel free to spitball out loud too, because like the one movie that sticks in my head is Constantine. Like that's technically got magic in it, doesn't it? It. Do- uh... I don't know what you consider that. The dark arts. Yeah, whatever. it does have the dark arts. Oh, this is just a movie in general. Yes, this is yeah, just yeah. a movie. Oh, yes. that's, it could that's be, where it I could be any movie. Down. Yeah, that, that's where I yeah. myself down. Okay, okay. It could okay. be. I guess the Lord of the Rings are in this. Yeah, because it does They're have in this, this range. There's some be, magic. Yep, could there be are some deaths. Any movie. Is... Does it have? Does this movie have a superhero in it? Um, no. Okay. Because I was thinking. Uh, Spitball, and I was thinking, like, okay, well, you know, you always have like the Marvel movies because I mean, they had you know, uh, Scarlet, the yeah, Scarlet Witch, the X Men, yeah. yeah, all those, yeah. Um, one of the rings kind of sticks right in my brain right now. Um, is this would you consider, oh, if it has magic in it, it's probably going to be a fantasy movie, yeah, it would be, yeah. I would think, in general, so that's probably maybe, you never know. I mean, if it's not if it's not magic, then it's sci-fi. Because what is it? Was I forgot what the phrase is? Any technology far enough advanced is indistinguishable from magic. Yeah, yeah, science fiction. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, two thousand. Should I should I just drop a drop a hard one on him? Yeah, go ahead. Does, does this movie have Gandalf in it? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Okay. Let's see. Hey, there we go. All right, now we just got to figure out which one it is. Right. I don't remember what, what years they came out. No, I think. me <laughs> The first one was probably like 2001 or 2002-ish. So I think probably all three of them are in that. Yeah. So I would range. assume that it'd probably be the... I didn't even know that there were three of them, so I don't even know what the third one is. I would assume it's. The- I just, I had COVID this last couple of weeks. And I just rewatched all of them, so um. I would assume it's. Fresh I would, on me. Based on because you said the first one came out, you said in like early two thousands. Yeah. So I would say the second one probably. We said it was narrowed down between two thousand no two thousand and two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. So yep, it's got one, that ten year range. It's yeah, probably so I, like. 2002, 2005, 2008, or like that. I think they all came out pretty quick after each other. Mm. But you know him more than I do. So which one do, would you think that he potentially go with? I, well, I mean, you could ask a really easy question. To... I was going to say, is it is this the first of this movie of the series that came out? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You, you want to solve? I mean, you asked that. You asked the question that narrowed it down. Is it? Yeah. Is this Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring? Um, the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, oh. uh, is that your final? No, I'm just kidding. You, you, you forgot the first the. You said Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship. The Lord of the, the Rings. Lord of the Lord of the. Yeah, two those in there. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yes, good job, oh, man. Yeah. Good job. Good job. I, I wasn't much help. So I'm just going to say that was a good job. By you. Listen, you did Absolutely. it. There's deaths and no Hagrid or Malfoy. There you go. <laughs> that is true. I well, contributed. I, I chose it because I didn't realize that it came out. This, they, the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Fellowship of the Ring both came out in 2001. 
Well, that was really? one of those things that yeah. everybody oh. talked about because, like, that was that was the split in the yeah. in the universe. Because most people who really fell in love with one didn't necessarily really fall in love with the other one because they were kind of different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like because I, I know a lot of people that like still to this day have not. Well, I wouldn't say haven't watched Harry Potter, but they're like, no, Lord of the Rings is like better just because of like them coming out around the same time. They're That's completely true. different. I yeah. think completely. I was probably different one audiences. of the Lord of the Rings guys back then, but. Mm-hmm. I love them both, so I can't argue. I can't. No. I can't pick a favorite child. Can't, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Lord of the Rings. I I like Lord of the Rings. I'm not yeah. obviously as hot on it as Dave and Brandon. The it's like their their cream of the crop. But I we should we should do at least the fellowship for a for an episode one day because yeah. I mean how could you not. Yeah, that used to be like a movie to fall asleep to. Like, <laughs> I've probably seen it like just one that four hundred times. Every, you just yeah. throw it on because it's always on HBO or one right. of the I don't know something streaming. So cool, nice. Well, good job, guys. We get to you're go to both, space camp. Yep, you both going to space camp. <laughs> yeah. <since you> won. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's uh let's wrap up here. Thanks a lot, Matt, for joining us. Um. Just give us one more quick little shout out to Anime Talk. Uh. For all of our great viewers out there so they can check it out uh no thanks again thanks guys for having me on uh my name is matt st jack so i uh i have a i host a show called anime talk that's with an exclamation point uh that's how you can discern the difference between me and the other one um but uh um yeah so like i said i talk pretty much everything anime i talk uh rankings i talk relationships i talk tournaments i talk movies i talk everything anime so if you like anime you should definitely give us a listen or give me a listen it's just me myself and i um but you can find me on social media so my instagram and twitter i'm a lot more active on twitter you can find me at uh anime talk 12 the number one and two um so you can find me there on those like i said more active on twitter reach out to me and you can find me anywhere that you uh listen to your your podcast you're awesome. going to have to post some of those tournament links. I'm a sucker for a good bracket or yeah. a good tournament, so make sure you get those in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I sure will. Uh, well, speaking of that, I'll uh-huh, wrap this up uh-huh. here. Uh, if you want to join our Discord, you can join uh, the Nomads of Fantasy Discord at thenomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Nomads of Fantasy. You can email us, nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com with any questions, comments, suggestions, all that good stuff. Um think that's about it uh well with that we'll get out of here and as always safe travels nomads